0: There's funerals that's happening uh at twelve o'clock in Batesville, Mississippi. For the Samples family, let's pray for them and also in Jackson for the Miley family and also later today uh in the, this area is uh is uh, Coach Hopkins' funeral and the graveside service and Janice. Let's pray that the Lord will touch them today. Father I thank you today for the opportunity we have again to call upon your name, Lord, in a time of need. Father, you are our present help in a time of need. And I pray, Father, today that you will touch the situations, Lord, that's happening today, These, these families, Lord, that is, Lord, going, Lord, to the funerals, Lord, of their loved ones. Yes, Lord, I pray for the comfort of your spirit. Lord, Lord, I, touch them, Lord I pray that you will touch the hurt. Yes. Lord, I pray that you Lord, touch Lord, them in a miraculous yes. way. Give direction, yes. Father, I pray. To for Lord, the Lord, the ministers that speaking today. Pray, Lord, that every song, Lord, and every word will be yes. a comfort and strength today to this yes. family. And, Lord, I just give you praise. Oh, for our hope in you, Lord, because we know yes. and that we're going to be reunited one day, Lord, with our loved ones. And we're grateful today, Lord, that we know that when we are absent in the body, that we are present with you. And I pray today for that hope today yes. and that strength today, today. and the power of your Spirit, not only for this day, yes. but Lord, in the days to come. I pray that you'll comfort these families, minister to them, Lord, in a very special way. Amen. Touch, Lord, today the Hopkins family, Lord, the Miley family, Lord, and the Samples family. Pray, God, for other families today might be, Lord, yes. going through the same situation. Yes. Pray that those, Lord, that are hurting today, strengthen, Lord, people today. Those that's in the hospital, in the ICU today. Yes. Lord, that the doctors that said we can't do anything, we don't know. Oh, if they're going to make it or not. Father, I pray today that we'll recognize, Lord, that they are in your hands. Lord, and I yes. thank you today. That, Lord, praise your presence be Jesus. upon these people. Jesus. Comfort and direct, Lord, the medical workers and everyone that's involved, Lord, in the ministry of, of yes. to human beings today. Yes. And we give you praise for hearing and answering our prayers. Yes. Father, in Jesus' name Jesus I pray. Name. Amen and amen. 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 Praise amen. the name amen. of the Lord. Jesus. Ah, thank
1: you, Jesus. Now, we've been uh talking about prayer, y'all, this morning, in case you tuned in late. We're in Psalms 90. And we've been talking about the importance of prayer, the, the, how vital it is for the Christian to to pray and to praise. And uh, we're, we're going through Moses' prayer, uh, and, and this is a uh, Psalms 90, and this yeah. is, starts the fourth book. This is the fourth book, uh, book of, book of Psalms. So yes. Uh-huh. And uh, I think we left off. Uh, I think we, we start back with verse 13. I think you stopped there at 12. I might be wrong, but I think. Uh, yeah, you, you, you we are about 14. Yeah. Verse 14.
0: Okay. It right. said, Oh, satisfy us early with our mercy, and say that we may rejoice and be glad all of our days. Amen. Then in verse 15, it says, says, Make us glad according to the days wherewith thou has afflicted us and the years wherein we have seen evil. Let thy work appear... Oh, unto thy servants and thy glory unto their children and let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us and establish thou the work of our hands upon us yea the work of our hands establish thou it Amen. and that day as he closes out there you know as the writer of Psalms here because Moses was involved in this prayer and this is the writer of Psalms that gives us uh, you know, in Moses, what hes his prayer here. But anyway, when you get into Psalms 91, God is a refuge and a fortress. Yes. Oh, he that dwelleth, and we mentioned this in the very beginning, brother Danny, of our uh, our less our, our our program today. You know, the place of the Most High God shall abide. The shadow of the Almighty, you know, is a place of the Most High God. Uh, that we abide under the shadow almighty and says says i will say of the lord he is my refuge and my fortress what is a refuge that's a place of safety that's right what is my fortress that's a place when the enemy hey when you're in a warfare a fortress is a place that you got protection oh you know and we do go through warfare because listen listen the enemy oh we have enemy first of all you have an enemy that you live your body your flesh
1: it's your number one enemy. Yes, it and is. if the
0: enemy can control that flesh and you're not saved and sanctified, set apart and born again and become that new creation in Christ Jesus, the old man is not dead. You gotta crucify right. the Christ. Amen. Crucify the flesh. And that's the reason why Paul said said yeah, we are to said I am said for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. He said, Crucify the flesh. That's right. And what's happening, you've got to be born again. And you've got to become a new creation. And when you become a new creation, you are a baby in Christ. Hey, the old man. Oh, when you crucify, it's passed away. And behold, all things become new. So I want to tell you, you can't not function in the opinion of the flesh before you got saved to live a Christian life, Brother yeah. Danny. So talk talk a little bit about crucifying
1: the flesh through fasting.
0: Well, it, what's happened? That's a humility. You know, it, you've got to humble yourself. In humbling yourself, when you crucify the flesh and fasting, what you're doing, and uh, it can not only be food, but it can be other things that you do regularly. That uh, you know, the flesh, when you're fasting, is doing away, doing a, uh, doing without food. You know that's what we generally know as a fast, but sometimes a fast can be several other things in your life that you hey, that you say, Lord, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna fast this uh, event, or this program, or this time. You know, and uh, you know I've set a fast years ago that on Fridays, uh, you know, Friday is a fast day for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's a regular fast day. And I do that as unto the Lord. I don't brag about that because the Scripture says you don't brag about what you're doing because you don't want attention to you
1: or the flesh. You don't want a glory in your flesh. You want a glory in God. Amen. Well, you know, and it tells us to be a living sacrifice. So when we sacrifice things, events or, or TV or stuff like that, that's part of sacrificing and killing the flesh. Exactly what you do uh, when
0: you become that new creation. The the lifestyle. See, the lust of the flesh. The lust. Well, the it's the lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. It's the three evils that you face before you ever face the devil, mm-hmm. Satan. Yep. All right, because you live in a sinful body, but when you become a new creation in Christ Jesus you are saved by the blood of Jesus Christ by faith or you saved through faith and that not of yourself it is the gift of God yep. so when you get saved hey, it means that you become a new creation in Christ Jesus and what does a born again what does a baby do a baby depends on that's the reason why brother Danny that the home church the, it's a, a, the, the church becomes a mother figure symbol in your life Amen. to help nurture you, feed you, because that is why it's so important to go to the house of God Amen. every time the doors are open that you can get there or you feed yourself on the Word of God. You read and study the Word. You go to the house of God. And because that body of believers, and if you have a prayer in every church, is to be called a house of prayer.
1: Amen. It's
0: not a house of entertainment. You don't go to church to be entertained that's right you don't go to church to entertain somebody else you don't go to church to hey to say them oh look at me i'm here today and i'm I'm a christian because i go to church every sunday it's because you go to the house of god to be a servant of the lord jesus christ and you enter in with thanksgiving and praise and you worship him you worship the lord and when they're singing and if you can sing, God's given you the talent and the gift to sing. Amen. Sing. That's right. If you can teach, God's given you the talent and ability to teach. But you've got to study to show yourself approved to work with these not to be ashamed. Rightly to find the word of truth. To be effective, you don't put a baby in behind, under a steering wheel of a car or a two-year-old that's to right. drive.
1: That's right.
0: So that's happened in a lot of cases. A lot of people I, put I, it.
1: i think there's a there's a lack of uh, of... A, a new convert someone that just gets saved yes, yes and then a lot of times the church don't don't pick them up and nourish them and don't tell them what just happened you know i read a lot about the the older churches in the 1800s and how they would take a new convert and they would sit them down they would explain a uh, 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 salvation and what just happened to them and what's expected of them now that that they've become a believer and and a lot of times, we don't teach them to be disciples. That's it. Well, it's not.
0: It's a new converts class, yeah.
1: whichever church should
0: have. Mm-hmm. And you should do it, you know, I do the Celebrate Recovery. I've done that years ago in the churches that I pastor. Celebrate Recovery is to remind us. In fact, I said to the church, I said, it's not because you're a drug addict, not because you're an alcoholic, not because you're a habitual liar. Not because you're an adulterer or a fornicator. It's because every one of us need to be reminded of who we are in Christ Amen. Jesus Amen. to live our life that he hey that the world and people around us may see the good works and glorify our Father which is in heaven. It didn't say Pat Danny on the back or Pettis on the back and brag on me all the time. It says brag on Jesus. Amen. Hey, and Amen. when you worship and lift him up. And he said, if I be lifted up, Jesus oh, said, man. He said, "I'll draw." Mm-hmm. Hey, so if you want revival in your church,
1: That's right. lift, lift up Jesus. Up. Amen. You
0: want revival in your house? Lift, lift up Jesus. That's yes. it. Hey, if you want to be effective, lift, lift up Jesus. Up. Everywhere you go, lift, lift up. up Jesus. Amen.
1: You know, I was talking to a young lady that was on the program yesterday, and uh, and you know, I was thinking, what if every Christian, regardless to where you go to church. If we all just in our daily walk, going to the store, going to work, just simply told everybody, hey, uh, uh, Jesus loves you, or uh, come go to church, just something about the Lord. You know, the people that are non-believers, they would be hearing it so much. Because I know there's more than 10,000 Christians in Hattiesburg, but I just used that for a number. Yeah. But let's say it's 20,000. Mm-hmm. If 20,000 people in Hattiesburg were to open their mouth to everyone they spoke to in a day's time and said, Jesus loves you, God loves you, will not you come to church with us, we got to sing. If they talk just a little bit, everybody would be thinking, man, is everybody saved? What is, why is everybody talking about Jesus? Who is this that they're talking about? They wouldn't have to preach; just open their mouth and 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 say something about the gospel, say something about the kingdom. Yes, and 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 then it would strike such curiosity, you know, because the devil he don't he opens his mouth every chance he gets, you know, and and and. and that's all we would have to do is the word don't come back void in vain if you would just say something exactly because if you do nothing nothing happens if we would all just say something very simple yes that Jesus loves you and 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 in in so doing we'd be lifting him up and people would have this draw they'd be like what is this Jesus everyone is talking about exactly. I want to find out and you know in the book of Acts I think it's uh, seventeen. It said, they they said, here comes Paul and Silas that has turned the world upside down. Yes. He's just talking about two people, Paul and Silas, and the people at Athens said, here comes these two that's turned the world upside down. Exactly. So imagine if 20,000 in the Hattiesburg area, they wouldn't have to preach like Paul and Silas, just just invite somebody to church. Exactly. Just something
0: so simple. It's it's so simple and and uh, and I was just thinking about you know uh, in our prayer force men's meetings that we had at the Pendle Civic Center for a number of I guess several years that years ago, but anyway I had a uh, a brother that was that attended that was he uh, I talked with him for I guess several years and he began he he was a salesman he went to work with uh, Woolwine in Collins and anyway he's a uh, he become a minister, and uh, then he started a uh, pastor a church here in Habsburg on Edward Street. Okay. And uh, Mario Graves, and you yeah. remember Mario? Yeah, I remember and Mario. Mario, uh, he come to the last meeting he come to, and I got it on a I got it on a video. And, uh, they, I was there, I remember that. And you were there. Yeah. And he comes up there, and, and he says, I need to say something. And he was working. They had a revival starting at the church. Uh-huh. At the, I believe it was the church down there, AME. Yeah, there on Edward Street. But Mario come there, and I preached for Mario down there at his church. But he come to those meetings, and he got up, and he said, he told me he was working, and he come in, and we was having our meal because we had a meal function, and then we had our service. Uh, devotion, had a fellowship, then had devotion, and then we prayed. And anyway, Mario come in and he said, uh, "Brother uh, Brewer, I can't, I won't be able to be with you tonight. I got to go back to the church. I got people we work and get ready for the revival." But he said, "I got something I need to say." That was the last meeting Mario come to. And Mario got up and addressed and said, "Don't stop doing this. Don't start having. It. Stop having these meetings, brother. Keep on having these meetings." Last time and I was in service, with Mario. But Mario, to say this. Mario for a number of years. Uh, he would say when he was waiting on customers where he worked at in college. And he would say he'd say uh, God loves you and I do too. Amen. He said that to everybody. Amen. He that was his that was his when when he was a, when he was leaving or somebody was leaving him he'd say remember that Jesus loves you and I do too. Amen.
1: He said that to everybody. And that that would be if everybody would just say That's that. Right. It would probably my heart it spark a revolution. Oh, it will. People Jesus loves trying, you, and yeah. I do too. That's what people want. And they they say, want to know their love. We got to love people. It's For a commander. God so
0: loved the world. And, most, and there's a key to our church operation, yeah. Brother Danny Merritt. Is the church has got to be the example of love
1: because God Amen. is love. Amen. And, and you know. He said, "It's a commandment to." He didn't ask you to love your neighbor. That's a commandment. commanded you. (laughs) that you love your neighbor, and And we like we got a choice about it.
0: So, and it's just like forgiveness. You got to forgive. Yeah. And I had to, you know. And when you struggle with things, you got to forgive these people, or forgive whatever the situation is. If it's a person, and and it is, you got to ask the Lord, and God will help you to forgive them. You might not, somebody said, well, I ain't forgotten it. No, you won't ever forget it, but you will forgive them, and you're, hey, what happens, Your feeling towards them Amen. changes. It changes because you'll begin to pray for that situation. you begin to pray. When you genu- genuinely forgive somebody, you can pray for them with Amen. a sincere, honest, a prayer
1: of humility for God to touch them. I want, you know... The Bible said, you know, David in, in the Psalms. He said, "Touch not mine, I want to do my profit no yeah, exactly. harm." Exactly. And, and we're talking about Moses, and when Korah come up to him, he said, since he was the head Levite, he should be the one leading the people. Yeah. And Moses said, "Well, come back in the morning with a lantern. Come early in the morning and let God decide." Yeah. And and well, what what is so awesome about that is that when God started opening up the earth and the plagues was happening. Aaron ran out before it and begged God not to do this anymore. I mean, he started immediately praying for those that disliked him immediately. And sometimes, you know, God in Romans 12, he said, vengeance is mine. And in Deuteronomy, he said, I will pay your enemies back to their face and so, if you forgive somebody, the first thing you should do is say, "God, please I'll don't have, please have mercy, mercy. don't put, because God's yes. wrath yes. being yes. put on somebody yes. is, yes. but that might be a little bit of that wrath might be what it needs to take to get them saved." Yeah. And so we, you know, say, "God, don't put more on them than they can handle."
0: Exactly.
1: You know, and then you start, because if you really forgive them. But if you don't forgive them, it'll be a cancer unto you. You'll be up late at night hating on that person, thinking about revenge and they sleeping yeah. so fine yeah. in their bed, they ain't thinking about what they done did to you that day and you come home mad, you take it out on your husband or your wife and you take it out on the kids and you you slapping plates around or you kicking the dog and, and you know, and you you, you go mad. You've got a
0: relief. You yeah. have not been relieved. You exactly. have not you have Not got the victory, yeah, is what we say. You don't have the victory over that situation, and to get the victory over that situation, the only thing that will give you victory is God. Amen. And His hey, the power of the Holy Spirit to will work in your life and deliver you from that anger. Amen. You got to be delivered. That's what's wrong in a lot of our situations today. Is people might hey, testify of being a Christian but they've never been delivered from the old man's deeds Exactly, and they continue on in that sinful lifestyle and don't even recognize the sins that they're committing. hey there's a lot of things, you know you've got to be an example of the believer in a few things, no all things, okay yeah. how do I know how to behave myself and live godly in the present world I'm living today to live a Christian life I've got to study the Word of God. Amen. I got to find the truth, at. and a lot of people have never been taught that. You can go and somebody tells you that you're okay. We're okay. I'm okay. Hey, and uh, you know, uh, they'll say that I done this, and they'd say, and you you done it too.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, I didn't. Hey, I am not a. I am not a, a participant of somebody else's sin. I don't sin because they sin. That's right. Amen. I'm not, hey, I can't tell you, Brother Danny. Anyway, well, I'm guilty of this, and you are too. That's right. Hey, because I'm judging you. I'm, tell you, I'm putting that, that guilt right. complex on you.
1: That's right. But
0: I'm just telling you today praise the Lord. I've been saved. I've been sanctified, Amen. which Amen. means set apart. Amen. That's for it. the glory of God, I've been baptized. Hey, I went down. Hey, and I come up. And that is a symbol of the washing of of the Lord of, hey, all of my sins and cleanses me Amen. from all unrighteousness and Amen. I become that new creation. And when I come up out of that water, praise the Lord, hey, I come up, I went down a sinner, I come up a saint.
1: Amen. You know, when, when when I counsel people, you usually come across an anger issue. Yeah. Almost all of us and have that All issues. of us have that and I did a study one time. I was reading. I didn't do the study. I was reading about a study, and it said that it takes ninety seconds, ninety seconds to calm down. Yeah. If you remove yourself from the problem, you know how many jobs have been lost because you smarted off, or, or how many uh, uh, hurtful things was said, and, and you know. So I always try to tell people, look, just. Take ninety seconds, but I added to this scientific study, take ninety seconds and pray. Yeah. Just a ninety second prayer before you answer someone because when you say things hurtful to a kid, you you you're shaping him if you call him an idiot and, and and you do all these you're shaping that kid's future. You can't you know you you can't and, and you say these things to your husband or your wife. I don't care what you... You can buy her flowers. You can do all that you want to. She can accept your apology, but she'll never forget what you said. Even... Yeah. And words, that child will hurts. never forget. The words hurt. The words you so, speak. So, as a Christian... You have to be careful with the, even especially in anger, you have got to take, if you have to walk off, walk off, take 90 seconds, and most of the time you'll realize what y'all fighting about ain't worth fighting about. You fighting because she had a bad day, you had a bad day, and and y'all just take it out of each other, and you end up saying something horrible, something wretched, and, and you can't take it back. And, or you said it to a child, and, and 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 you've really lost a lot of ground when now you did that. The quickest know? thing you could do with your companion:
0: don't let the sun go down. That you know that until you make things right with your companion, your wife or husband, or even with your children. But you've got to do it. It's according on their age, and it's according on how that you address them. You, you know. It's important if they are if they are of the age of accountability. Right. Then you can say, "I'm sorry, and I and I asked you to forgive me. I shouldn't have said that, or I shouldn't have done that." As a father or mother, but you got to do it in an adult to a growing, a adult, a growing child. Amen. In a, with wisdom,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: not to give them, you know, the the feeling that they have the same authority that you do. But or that they don't have to listen to you anymore because you said, I'm sorry. Amen. But what you have to do in that situation, and I had, you know, one day I did to one of my children, I said, and, and they were up in age, they was in their 20s, and I said, well, daddy, and uh, they, they depended on me. And I was, I was, uh, I was uh, didn't, I guess, uh, kind of done so much for them all these years because and that's the way father and mothers do for their children and what happens a lot of times we don't let them make choices and decisions for themselves without trying to help them Mm -hmm. and that's not wrong in some situations but some situations when it comes that they're not seeming to learn by your help and not taking you know their responsibility and uh there's some situations like that but when they get to the place that they can take responsibility and that they do establish themselves with Their lives or their business, and what you know—buying their own stuff, and driving, buying their own vehicles and cars, and paying their way, so to Mm -hmm. speak—and say, "Well, you know, I've done this all these years for you, son or daughter, but you know, I just want to tell you how much I love you. I love you, and you do that. That's what the Lord did to the seven churches of Asia. He, hey, he." He uh, gave that told them what was good about them.
1: Mm-hmm. He
0: complimented them. That's right. But then he said, "I have someone to get you." you. Yep. Then he began to tell them what that was. Mm-hmm. But then he said, "He that hath ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church." That's right. So what that is to us, we're to say, "Listen to what I'm saying," and you know, and be wise in this situation and take this advice. Amen. And I'm going to let you make your own choices and decisions <laughs> because you're at the place that you're supposed to do that. Amen. And I want you to grow up to be very productive and very blessed in your life. So that's so important when you're dealing with that, but the key important thing about life is teaching them who Jesus is Amen. at an early age. And uh, we're doing that with our grandchildren. See, uh, my children, is my baby, is uh, she'll be a uh, 37 uh, thirty, oh, thirty-seven years old, in just a few days, mm. to my baby, and uh, she's the one that's got the uh, the CD we'll be looking at. But long story short, when you realize that, uh, then you, you know, I'm taking, hey, uh, I'm having involvement in my grandchildren, and I got great grandchildren that I am involved in, Wow. and we are teaching them. I, Paul, Paul's teaching them how to sing. He's teaching them how to pray. Amen. Last night I had a two year old and I said "There, she was you know, Paul Paul had the bobo. And I said, <laughs> Want you to pray for it. And she oh, said, shit. Hey, and it comes up there and she bends her head down and she lays her head <laughs> hey, up against Paul and she prays for me. That's
1: beautiful. Hey.
0: And then she kisses Paul Paul.
1: Amen. So that she prays
0: and then kisses me. Amen. You know, and you Amen. know what that does for papa?
1: Oh, I know. oh but this I is what
0: that's doing to so heavenly father. I I, Teaching them, bring your children up in the nurture and the admonition Amen. of the Lord, and they shall be, not Amen. depart from
1: it. I, I I teach my grandbabies to pray and, and I let them take turns praying Yeah. and uh my uh he's my second oldest grandchild mm-hmm. and he went to Bible camp and he's I think he left ten or eleven and boy he couldn't wait to tell me and everybody kept saying, Jacob's got something to tell you, Jacob's got something to tell you so I went all the way over to his house and he come running at me and he said, Papa I got saved. Man, you I'm telling you <laughs> I, I I was on cloud nine that was that was beautiful oh, to there's
0: nothing like yeah. it, Brother Danny, teaching your children, and let me say to those that's listening to us today, listen, it's it's a joy, it's a life, it's a blessing to enjoy life. Enjoy, You're, we are to enjoy our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And God the Father, hey, we have a Father who loves us, and that's the reason why we address Him every day in our prayer. And then we pray in the name of Jesus, because the the Father said, hey, ask in my name, and I will do it. So, And we are excited about our family and how God has blessed us, but we didn't get here overnight. No. Nope. We didn't get to this place in our nope. thinking. We didn't get to this place in doing what we're doing today by sharing with you. We didn't get to this place overnight. You won't get there overnight. It's a growing process. Amen. As a Christian, we got to trust the Lord and grow. And the Lord gives everybody the ability. Hey, it's just like the stars in the sky. I'm reading today there's no two stars alike.
1: Ain't that something?
0: It's amazing. There's no two people identically alike. <laughs> Hey, they may look alike. They may be twins, and they may talk alike. But I'm gonna tell you, they some little differ somewhere.
1: I bet my wife's glad they ain't no me. <laughs> <laughs> but but bro, as, as we get away, we get away from this. We song we of we fix the end of this, We've been around. in one, the third so, I gotta play. Let's play these commercials. All right. For you. Uh, every, every thirty minutes, we gotta do this. Give right us here. a little music so, and a hey, yes, sir. Uh, whatever, brother. All right, we're gonna play. We're gonna uh, do these commercials and play a couple of songs there. There's
0: two preachers in
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they Being is, in the Army National Guard is about more oh, than serving. Your
0: there's
1: three, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and people, get, people get tired hearing me talk. I say, look. I'm a, I'm a preacher and a DJ. That's all I do is talk. Come on, huh?
0: You got the right job, didn't you? No. Yes, sir. <laughs> the Lord knows where You were to put you at mercy, man.
1: It's yes, almost home. We're gonna play that one. With that. Yeah, Kristen
0: sings. Hey, she sings one that they used to sing.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh huh. Oh, I'm trying to think. Let me see the song she sings. It says, "I'll never let you go." It's about mercy. She done She done a. She done a uh, Program with the kids when she was a teenager at Purvis, she sang that song. And uh, that group, they would come to Loose but It was a it was a great song. She done a, a a drama with it. And had you know, come down the aisle and said, "I'll never let you go." Mercy says, "I'll never let you go." Wow, oh, it's powerful. But she, when their house burned. She left Lost Table Middle all of her music mm. and everything in that house. Fight. So, everything she does since then, right. she's had it put together. But I thought, all of them. But I told her that I needed a, a CD to see if she's answering that. Oh, man
1: charged with killing his father in Jones County. Man. <laughs> They're killing people every day, bro. Yes. And it's happening out in these woods when it used to happen in the big cities. Oh, hey, my, my, my grandson, born on my birthday, is 29 years old.